This is PoopCast. I'm Rachel, a sixth grader in Seattle. In this episode, we're going to talk about constipation, encopresis, and diarrhea. The basics. What is it? What causes it? What are the symptoms? All of that. But before we begin, I want to warn you. I'm going to say three words that might make you laugh. And they are poop, fart, and butt. Tell me you didn't just laugh? Uh Uh-huh. That's what I thought. I know these words are funny, but keep in mind, we don't want to joke around too much because I remember when I was a little younger, anywhere I went, there would usually be some kid that would decide to screw up their face, squat down, and say, I'm constipated! And loads of other kids would laugh. I remember I used to take it personally. When we talk about potty-related things in a joking way, we have to be careful not to say something that might accidentally hurt someone's feelings. So, now that we've got that out of the way, let's get started. What is constipation? Difficulty having a bowel movement. That was Nancy Glass Quatrin. She's a nurse, and she's also the owner of the Encopresis Treatment Center in Shoreline, Washington. It can be because it hurts to go, because it's hard, or because you're not going very often. And so when you do go, it's too big. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to pass. Uh, some people have a difficult time relaxing and and can't push the stool out because it's difficult to pass because the muscles are closed tight and they can't get it past the tight muscles. Basically, it means hard stools, I think, would be the best definition. But it can be infrequent stools, too. How do I know I have constipation? I mean, what symptoms might I experience? So not going very often. Mm -hmm. Infrequent. Yeah. When you do go, it's big and, you know, hard to pass and and hard. Um, It hurts. Um, by the time the kids get really backed up with poop and they have this huge amount stuck in the rectum, they don't even know they have to go anymore. And so they lose the sensation of needing to go. So once they get to that point, they're really in trouble because they don't have any awareness of having to go. And then it puts pressure in the bladder and the bladder gets dysfunctional and the bladder starts leaking pee. And so you have pee problems and you have poo problems. You have both because of holding behavior. So the holding behavior, no matter what age, whether it's toilet training age or older people or whatever, anytime you don't go when the urge is there and you delay going, the urge goes away. Poo doesn't go away. Well said. So anytime you delay going for any reason whatsoever, you're at risk. Do you like to dance? I don't know. I don't like to dance, but even if you like to dance or you don't like to dance or you've never danced before or you don't know any dances, I promise you, you already know one. And it's called the potty dance. Let's get some music. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. When you kneel, do you sit on your heel? Move, shift, sit on your feet, get into the potty beat. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Ooh, ah, potty dance. 
Ooh ah, party dance. Ooh ah, party dance. Does your tummy ache after you just ate? Move, shift, sit on your feet. Get into the potty beat. Ooh ah, potty dance. Ooh ah, potty dance. Ooh ah, potty dance. Ooh ah, potty dance. Do you get grumpy before you poop but happy after? Do you like to move a little bit faster? Move, shift, sit on your feet. Get into the potty beat. Move, shift, sit on your feet. Get into the potty beat. Move, shift, sit on your feet. Get into the potty beat. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Ooh, ah, potty dance. Parents, teachers, other adults. Those were all signs that your child needs to use the restroom. If you notice your child doing one of these, you should maybe offer a snack break so that you give the child an opportunity to go to the bathroom on their own. I don't recommend saying, go to the bathroom, because no one likes to get called out for that. Wait a minute. How do we get constipated in the first place? Constipation is caused by many things. Some common causes are lack of fiber. Fiber helps hold the water in the stool, which makes it easier to pass or push out. Without fiber, it becomes hard to poop and eventually might lead to constipation. Dehydration. When we don't drink enough water, our bodies still need to put enough water into our lungs and our brain and our skin and our muscles and our kidneys and our bones and our blood. And because we didn't drink enough water, our bodies have to take water from our poop to give everything else the right amount of water. And if our poop doesn't have enough water, it makes it harder to push out or pass. So if we want to prevent this from happening, drink water. Medication. Some medicines that doctors might prescribe can cause constipation or diarrhea. If you think this is the cause of your constipation, talk to your doctor about a different option. There are usually many different medications to treat the same thing. Holding it. I already talked a little bit about holding behavior or withholding. They're the same thing. Um, which is basically just not going potty when you have the urge to go to the bathroom. When you're playing with your friends at school and you need to go potty, you might decide you want to keep playing. So you hold it. And you hold it. And you hold it. And you hold it. And you keep holding it. You know, we could hold it all day. Hey, you do. But if you hold it, your colon, or your large intestine, will take too much water out of your poop because it's just sitting there and your poop gets hard and dry and tough to push out. So it's really important to go potty when you first feel you need to go. Please don't wait any longer than you need to. And why are you waiting anyway? Some kids hold it because they don't want to stop playing with their friends. That was me, by the way.
Other kids hold it because they don't like to go to the bathroom at school, so they wait to use it at home. For some kids, it hurts to poop, so they wait for the urge to pass. Tell your parents why you hold it and discuss what might make it easier to go at school. For example, if you don't want to stop playing with your friends, take them to the bathroom with you and keep talking while you go. It might feel weird asking them to come to the bathroom with you, but chances are they don't want to stop playing to use the bathroom either. I still do that with my friends, and I'm 12 years old. Yeah, and there are so many more, like lack of exercise. PE programs have been cut in schools, and some kids aren't getting enough exercise. Um, there are long school hours, and kids hold their poop all day until they're home for a variety of reasons, including fear of having painful stools, anxiety about stooling away from home, needing to have a parent do the wiping, that's usually in younger kids, and um, reluctance to ask to go potty at school. There's also stress at school with friends or at home which can be caused by a divorce or a parent with drug or alcohol problems. Um, diet is another big one. I talk about that in another episode, actually. Um, and kids don't get enough time to use the toilet before, during, and after school, which is another problem. <sighs> Okay, good. We, we know what caused the constipation, so now we can go f back forward in time. Wait, back forward. Yeah, back forward time to find out what we can do about it. So, Nancy, what medicine can I take for constipation? Well, mineral oil is often used, right. and Miralax is the main one, mm -hmm. right? And but the magnesia is sometimes used, and so is mag citrate, magnesium citrate. Yeah, so you can find most of these at a local drugstore, um, or you can Google any of them, or you can look up constipation medication, or medicine for constipation, or anything along those lines, really and find exactly what you need. So that was constipation, but what happens in more severe cases um, is that you've got this big, solid sort of rock of poop in your rectum, right? Um, and this, this rock of poop is called a fecal impaction, and this fecal impaction um, is, is just sitting there. And so when new poop comes in, uh, it, it has to, it, it's more liquidy, and so it seeps around the fecal impaction and leaks out. And you have zero control over it. I think caprices just means soiling. It's, the Latin or Greek word is presis means flow, F-L-O-W. So 
poop flow. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it just means soiling basically. And traditionally it's used to describe kids over four years of age, but it can happen right. to younger kids too. But is it like just any kind of accidents or is it like? Well, there's different, there's different kinds of ankle creases. There's retentive ankle creases, which means that they're constipated and leaking around a fecal impaction in the rectum. The other type Nancy was talking about is called the non-retentive type. And it is not what we're focusing on in this podcast, but it is a more emotional-based type of encopresis that is a whole other podcast in itself. Um, Well, if you you have encopresis, you have soiling, right? So soiling is a primary symptom that you would see. It can be a smear in the underpants. It can be balls of stool that fall out onto the floor from pant legs if it's bad enough. It can be infrequent poops with a little bit of smears in between times. It can be daily soiling. It can be anything at all. Everybody's different. Yeah. It can, however the poop manages to get out is how it gets out. And the more backed up the child is, the more frequent the soiling tends to be. Although that's not an absolute rule. It's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. If you have a little bit of constipation, you're not going to be leaking as much as if you have a whole bunch of constipation. Right. Um, so that's pretty much the basics of encopresis. Um, we'll talk way more about it in future episodes. Um, but now we're going to switch gears completely to diarrhea. Nancy, what causes diarrhea? All related uh, things. There's, there's bacterial-related problems that cause diarrhea. There's illness like the flu. Um, there's so many causes for diarrhea that it'd be like a hundred different causes. It can be a bowel disease like Crohn's disease, or it could be ulcerative colitis. It could be emotional. It could be IBS, irritable bowel symptoms. It could be, um, uh, food intolerance. It could be, uh, uh, allergies, food allergies. I and mean, there's so many things that cause it. I'm not sure where to start with that. And, and what is it? What, what is diarrhea? Runny stools basically. Yeah. Just stools that are, are runny. Yeah. It can be once a day. It can be eight times a day. It, 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 the frequency has to do with the underlying illness. Yeah. And it can have constipation alternating with runny mm-hmm. stools, like interval bowel symptoms. So people that are really stressed sometimes have alternating diarrhea and constipation. They don't have encopresis. Right. But, they, they've got freezes up when you're under stress and it stops working. The motility of the gut slows down because the intestine relies upon peristaltic waves moving the poop through, right? And with peristaltic waves, if, they, if the peristaltic stops for a while because your gut is sort of frozen because of stress, it just stays there and the poop stays there and it kind of dries out. And then when things start moving through, it breaks free. And then you have this huge flood of, of poop that comes out so then they have diarrhea when it breaks free so it's alternating back and forth and that drives some people crazy and the treatment for that is more fiber and vitamin d interestingly and lower your stress Mm -hmm. we don't yeah reducing your stress yeah and they're finding vitamin d is helpful for ibs how about that 
yeah, so I'm wondering what symptoms you might experience if you have diarrhea. Is it depending on the cause or? Yeah, diarrhea is, if you've got diarrhea, you've got diarrhea. It's like, if you get a runny nose, you got a runny nose. Right. <laughs> you know, there's many reasons for a runny nose. It could be allergy, it could be a cold, it could be sinus infection, but the runny nose is the symptom. Right. Diarrhea is the symptom. That makes sense. Okay. Um, and what medicine can I take for diarrhea? Theopectate is a good one. Pectin, getting that pectin again. Kaopectate slows the gut down. Pepto-Bismol can help. Yeah. And when you have traveler's diarrhea, when you go to Mexico. I just did that, and I just had that. Yeah. What did you take? Pepto-Bismol? Pepto. Or antibiotics? Pepto. Pepto, yeah. So Pepto-Bismol is, is a medication for traveler's diarrhea. And kaopectate is an over-the-counter medication. And it coats the intestine and slows things down. So it depends on how you got diarrhea, why you got diarrhea, where were you, and what did you eat, and is it bacterial, or is it viral, or yeah. is it, what is it? And you go to a foreign country that doesn't have the pure water standards we're supposed to have here in the United States. Well, let's just say diarrhea can happen. Yeah. You may have noticed another woman's voice in there. That was my mom. She was with me for this interview. So there's diarrhea for you. And now before we leave, I have one more thing to say. If you have constipation, encopresis, or diarrhea, know two things. Number one, no one has the right to judge you for it. Everyone has experienced constipation, ankylosis, or diarrhea, and if they say they haven't, they either don't want to tell you or they haven't experienced it yet. Yet is the key word there. And number two, it only gets better. As bad as it might be now, it's not going to get any worse, and it's going to get better with time and effort. So please, please, please put in the effort. Take your medicine, eat right, drink right, put in the effort and the time, and you're going to improve, and you're going to get yourself out of this poop hole. Take it from me. Well, that's it for this episode of Poopcast. See you next time. Bye!